Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Yes, if you're viewing on YouTube, I am in a different setup. Um, my husband was asked to help with a church conference this week. So we are in Hanford, California for the week. You may be asking, where is Hanford? I still don't know. <laughs> Even as a California resident and native, I've never heard of Hanford, California. It's somewhere in the central California near Fresno, but here we are. Um, I'm super excited to be here. Um, though we are not in Sacramento, the work does not stop. I had to make sure that I delivered this episode to y'all because this conversation today, I am just really excited to get into and hope that it blesses everyone. Um, every single week we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman or woman for doing what they do best. This week, I want to acknowledge Black Stitch Sewing. Black Stitch Sewing is a, a company that makes beautiful garments. Whether if you need a gown, if you need a dress for church, if you are wanting a quilt to gift to a newborn, to a grandmother, whatever it is that you need black stitch sewing to seam up, that is the place to go. For more information on where you can support plastic sewing and look at of all um, the different merchandise and things that black stitch sewing offers, head on over to Instagram at black.stitchsewing for more information. Y'all, um, today is just such a beautiful day and I am excited and always privileged to come. Hold on. This person is like making noise. Why are you making so much noise, sir? Oh, sorry. Take two. It is always a privilege to be here at the mic with you all to be able to share and engage in conversation. And today we have been graced with another Ask Kendra question. Um, this one in particular really touched my heart and... For the person that wrote this question, I want to first acknowledge you as courageous. I want to say that it takes a lot to acknowledge the things that you struggle with and then to write it down and then to hit submit. It takes a lot to sit with yourself and say, this is something that I am in a battle with and I need help. So thank you for submitting this question I can honestly say that this will not only be a blessing. My prayer is that it's not only to be a blessing for you um, in particular, but that it is a blessing for those that are able, that are not able to speak um, the same feelings that you experience. So thank you once again for sharing in this space. I appreciate everyone that submits questions to ask Kendra um, because these are real life situations. This is like, Things that people really be dealing with. And I don't take it lightly. I, I count it as a privilege that you are able to uh, trust me with these questions. And my prayer is that I handle them with care. I, I handle them um, with gentleness and that the Holy Spirit speaks. Um, because that's the only way that I get to this mic to ever speak is the from the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And so let's let's read the question. 
It says, how can I love myself again when I hate everything about myself? How can I love myself again when I hate everything about myself? Um, first of all, I want to give you hope. I want to give you hope because you said in the in your question, how can I love myself again? Which means at one point you were able to love yourself. And my hope and my prayer, and I believe in faith that you will return to that place, not only return to that place, but because we serve a God that restores, that you will return to that place a hundredfold, meaning when God restores you, because I prophesy over, over your life, when God restores you, the love that you have for yourself will be greater. The love that you will give to other people will be greater because you'll be able to identify the love that God has for you. Amen. So dealing with what the question is saying now, how can I love myself again when I hate everything about myself? Those are such strong words. That is such a real feeling for this person and for many people. My question to you is, what lens are you looking at yourself through? Take a moment, because we need a moment. And even after this episode, take a moment and ask yourself, what lens am I looking at myself through? Who told me that the things about me is worth hating? Who sowed that seed? Who spoke that word? What are the words that I'm speaking over myself that causes me to hate everything about me? What happened in your life? What situations went down that causes you to look in the mirror and not love who you are? My encouragement to this person and to those that share this experience, I want you to grab a journal, order a journal, go on over to to Below Five or to the dollar store and get you a journal. And I want you to start writing and documenting because journaling for me was something that really helped. Um, Going through difficult things in life, going through challenges, journaling was definitely something that helped me because I was able to identify life events. I was able to identify the things that weren't quite right and look at the patterns. Okay. So I really encourage you to grab yourself a journal. Um, so when it comes to us not liking things about ourselves. Cause there are a lot of things about me that I don't like. <laughs> Let's be, I, I'm going to be real. I can honestly say that Kendra got a lot of work to do. There are things that I need to work on as a person internally. There are even some external things that I feel like I can nitpick at. We as people are not perfect. 
And it's hard to live in a society to where when you look at social media or you look at your other friends' lives, um, it seems perfect, but the reality is that it's not. And so when we compare ourselves to other people's lives and what they got going on, but we really don't know what, what the half of it is. We don't. So I, I, I want I want to first acknowledge that there are things about me that I don't like. There are things about me that I, I can't fix. There are things about me that I can fix. There are life experiences that I did not ask for that were inflicted on me. And a lot of people f- feel defined by the things that afflicted them if you were violated if you were bullied if you were picked on if you grew up um economically challenged if you if you grew up not having much if you grew up without your parents abandoned abused these are things that you could not help these are things that you did not ask for But let me tell you something. God does not waste pain. He does not waste struggle. He does not waste hardship. We just have to figure out how to get through it. Because at the end of the day, God is going to get the glory from it. Amen. God is going to get the glory from it. There are some things that I've been through and I've seen and I've witnessed. And I'm just like, God, why? I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this. I did not sign up for this. But God is so good that he'll take your pain and he'll turn it around for your good so that you become a testimony to help other people and then become a midwife to be able to bring other people from the other side of struggle into glory. So to you that wrote this question that said, how can I love myself again? Because I hate everything about me. Let me tell you that this is the beginning of what God is going to do in your life. I speak over your life right now. And for those that can, that can relate to this, I speak over your life right now that this is the beginning that God is going to finish the work that he started in you. That one day, When you get to the other side, that you will be able to go out into the world, go out into your community, go out into your family, and be able to identify the same people that have been through what you've been through. I heard someone say, game, recognize game. Your struggle can recognize somebody else's struggle. The demons that you used to deal with, and God delivered you, you're able to recognize them. And so this is not the end, but merely the beginning. But if the devil, and I, and I said this before, the devil's number one tactic of what he uses to stop, because the devil doesn't have power, he has influence. If he can discourage you, he got you. If he can make you think like you're not worth anything, he got you. If he can make you think that you are worth hating your own self, 
then he got you. But Satan, the Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Satan, the Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus. What the devil wants us to believe is that we are not worthy. He wants us to believe that we are not wanted. He wants us to believe that we are defined by our mistakes. He wants us to believe that we are defined by the offenses that other people inflicted on us. He wants us to believe that we're not pretty enough. Nobody wants us. I can never recover from what I did or what happened to me. I'm not like those other people. Yeah, you're not like those other people. But what if I told you? What if I told you that you were unique according to Psalms 139 and 13? What if I told you that you were special according to Ephesians 2 and 10? What if I told you that you were lovely according to Daniel 12 and 3? What if I told you that you were precious according to 1 Corinthians 6 and 20? What if I told you that you were forgiven according to Psalms 103 and 12. Because that is what the word of the Lord says. That is what the word of the Lord says. The devil does not have power, but he does have influence and his influence. And he's so cunning. He's so cunning and so sneaky that he'll put life situations in front of you and the thing about it is that the devil will only remind you of your past because he's not in charge of your future come on y'all people of god wake up wake up people of god the devil will only remind you of your past because he is not in charge of your future god is so he'll bring everything from the past and he'll Throw it in your face. Say, see, you ain't worth it. See, don't nobody want you. But the devil is a liar and a defeated foe. Listen to what the word of the Lord is saying. And this is my challenge to everyone. And I and I did not read these scriptures out loud because I want you to go back in your journal or in your phone. And I want you to really study these scriptures and bring out the root words because the word of the the word of God is true. Regardless of how we feel, no matter what we've been through, and I'm not diminishing what we've been through, but the word of God is true. It's true. And my challenge to you is that you study these scriptures. I'm going to repeat them again. Psalms 139 and 13, Ephesians 2 and 10, Daniel 12 and 3, 1 Corinthians 6 and 20, Psalms 103 and 12. And you can even Google scriptures about what God says about you. Because let me tell you, even when you don't believe that you are unique and lovely and special and forgiven, I want you to speak that's those scriptures over yourself. This is another part of the challenge. Along with you studying in the scripture, you're going to speak over yourself with these scriptures. You're going to prophesy to yourself with these scriptures. Because even if you don't feel like it, 
what you begin to say and speak over you is going to come into an alignment. We have to be careful, people of God. Two weeks ago when I was talking about um, the dry bones, y'all check that episode out if you have it. But really, we have to be careful about what we speak. If God promised you, and this, these are God's promises in his word, if he says this is who you are and you say, no, I'm not, then you will be what you speak over yourself. But even if you don't feel like it and you begin to speak the word of God over you, the word of God is going to is going to bring out those things. It's going to change your mindset. It's going to give you joy. It's going to give you peace. It's going to change up the game for you for real. So that is my challenge for this week. Everyone, including myself, prophesy the word of God. When we go back to Ezekiel. God asks Ezekiel, can these bones live? And then he says, prophesy to these bones. Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And when he prophesied the word of God to those bones, they came together. And the sinew and the meat and the muscles and everything came together. Because Ezekiel prophesied over the dead things. There may be some dead things in your life. But I promise you, if you prophesy the word of God over those dead things, you're going to see them bones come together. You're going to see, you're going to feel different. You're going to feel different. Amen. So that is, that is my challenge. And to whoever wrote this question, you know who you are. Only, only one person wrote this question. If, if you, if you know, and if you are listening, you wrote this question, um, and you feel comfortable to, I won't pressure you to, but DM me and I would love to talk with you and I would love to um, pray over you if if that's something that you are interested in. Um, if not, that's okay. Um, no pressure at it. But we are going to um, to close out. We are going to close out. Amen in prayer. So with all um, minds clear, Father God, in heaven we thank you we praise you for another beautiful day we thank you for giving us an opportunity to come in and to encourage one another god i pray over this person that submitted the question and those that are in the same situation gotta speak life over them in the name of jesus they are head, the head and not the tail. That they are above and not beneath. That they are loved by you, God. I pray that your love overwhelms them. Mm-hmm. I pray that your love consumes them. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Father God, that you get the glory out of their lives. God, I pray that this is the beginning and that you give them hope. God, I pray that that your love is just so tangible that they learn to love themselves because they identify and they know that they know that they know that you love them. God, we rebuke the devourer. Jesus, I pray that you rebuke the enemy on every hand of influence that he has because he has no power over the future. All power is in your hand. God, I pray a special prayer of covering over your sons and daughters. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. All right, y'all. Oh, I'm just so excited for whoever this is to walk into the authority God has given them. Amen. All right, y'all beautiful people. I love y'all so much. You can't make me stop loving you. Um, I hope that this was helpful to someone and that you all have a great rest of your week.